This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We have a question that's been submitted by our listeners, Pastor Michael. What does it mean that Jesus was made perfect through suffering? This question is based on Hebrews 2.10. Let's start by reading Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10, the whole verse. And here's what the author of Hebrews says. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. So the question is, what does it mean that Jesus was made perfect through suffering? If he was made perfect through suffering, does that mean he was imperfect before the suffering? And uh, which we know is ludicrous because Jesus is eternally God, eternally holy, eternally perfect. And and so does the Bible seem to contradict itself here? So before we answer the question, I want to just talk about the book of Hebrews for a moment. Um, my Greek teacher would say that when you're reading the Bible, um, the book of First John is so simple um, that it's written for like a first grader. And they get to the book of Ephesians. It's a little bit more complex, but it's understandable. And the book of Ephesians is written for like a junior higher. And you get to the book of Romans. And the book of Romans is a little bit more complex, a little more difficult to understand. This is a book written for a high school or college age student. But when you get to the book of Hebrews, it is the most difficult book of the Bible to understand because it's a book that's basically written for like a PhD student. So just to give you an illustration of this, there's this really funny word um, that Greek scholars use, and the word is two words, hapax legomena. Mm -hmm. Hapax legomena. Anyway, so it's a really funny word, but here's what it just means used once or said once or one word. And anyway, so what it means at the end of the day is that a hapax legomena is a word that only shows up in the Bible one One time. time. So this is hard because most words in the Bible are used multiple times. So you can see what they mean by the various contexts which, in which you find the word. But when you get to a hapax legomena, you only find this word one time in the entire New Testament. So you are left with two ways to figure out what this word means. Number one is you have to discern what the word means by its immediate context. And then number two, you have to go outside of the Bible to other Greek literature, um, if you're reading the New Testament, to find where this word is used. And then oftentimes you'll find that the way the culture of the day used the word would be different than the way the church would use the word. It would have the same root meaning, but it would be used in different contexts to convey different purposes. So um, hapax legomena are hard when you find them because you want as an interpreter, as a translator, to give the most accurate translation interpretation that you can. And so there are 154 hapax legomena in the book of Hebrews, making it just incredible incredibly complex. So as we say that, I just want the readers to understand that when you open up the book of Hebrews, you will probably stop once every two or three chapters and say, what does that mean? That feels like it contradicts um, a big doctrine. And so here's what we know the author of Hebrews believes about Jesus. We know that he believes Jesus is God. That is clear throughout the book. We know the author of Hebrews believes that Jesus is perfect, that Jesus is sinless. 
we know the author of Hebrews believes that Jesus created the entire world, the physical and the spiritual. So the author of Hebrews has been very clear with us that Jesus is fully God. There's no question about who Jesus is in his mind. So when he writes this, that Jesus became perfect through suffering, well, what did he mean? What does the word perfect mean? It comes from a root word, which is teleos, which is really a neat word, and it means something that is finished, something that is complete, something that is mature or proven. And so the Bible will use the word that we will all be teleos in Christ one day, mature, complete, perfect, proven in Jesus Christ. And, uh, and so the word can be translated in different ways, and, and here's what you know. Every translator works really hard to find the best word that translates most accurately um, into the heart language of the people they're translating for. And I want to just give you, I think, an alternate translation that helps understand how this word is meant. And here's what it means. Um, that Jesus was proven through suffering. Jesus was made, we'll say, uh, proven mature, proven complete, proven who he really was. And so I think that is one of the best ways to understand this. It's this idea that um, who he was and he finished his work, all of this happened through suffering. Um, it exposed who he really was. It brought to finish or completion um, his work. And basically this proving or through suffering um, put on a pedestal and showed who Jesus truly was. He truly is God. And unfortunately, um, American readers often read the opposite, that somehow he was imperfect. No, this just really has to do with um, the suffering that Jesus endured, put him on a pedestal so that he could prove himself and who he really, really was. But here's what we know that we know that we know. Um, maybe there are a number of different commentaries that could give you different interpretations of what this means. We definitely know the author of Hebrews did not believe Jesus was ever imperfect, and he did not intend to communicate that there was somehow sin to be found in Jesus before suffering. We know that we know that we know that. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer. Listeners, please don't forget that you can submit your questions to our podcast by visiting our church website, dcob.org. Just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. We'll be glad to answer those questions as soon as possible. Please join us tomorrow when we answer the question, if agape love trusts, hopes, and endures all things, how can I love without being wounded? Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.